You're listening to Ben Jackson, and this is the Parenting Pupil Coach Podcast. Here I share ideas and suggestions on modern parenting and ways to help kids improve their confidence and self-esteem. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Ben Jackson, and I just want to thank you for joining me on today's podcast. It's a bit of a special one. It's brief, but it had packed in it some really fundamental kind of tools to help with mindfulness it's something that in a way that I'm kind of guilty of forgetting um, is that sometimes we need either explaining or guiding through what mindfulness is or what meditation can be for us if we kind of take that kind of path so I was at a school the other day giving a, a talk and it was just for 15 minutes but in that time I squeezed in as much as I possibly could and part of that was simply getting the students to do a very brief uh, mindfulness exercise or meditation if you like in its simplest form and so it's here enjoy it and if you're not already trying it with yourself or you're for children give this a go it's a real great introduction uh, and the response has been fantastic since which is really excellent so I hope you enjoy thank you Right, do you want to check on time? And nine o'clock is that the time I need to be right? Fifteen minutes. I got down. I had thirty years of experience in fifteen minutes. So you have to really help me out here, okay? Um, I had a number of things I want to talk about, and I'll try and get through all of them as best I can. So I'm going to talk really rapidly based on the time I've got. Um, thank you for the introduction, Mr. Stewart. Yes, I'm a life coach. I work with people to basically help them connect with their potential and achieve it. I help them to kind of remove the blocks they put in their way. And one of the blocks often is how we are seeing things. Stress is one of those ways of seeing things. Anxiety is a response to that kind of stress. So I look to try and alleviate that and clear a path so people can then achieve what they want to, their potential. Which is why I'm here in front of you giving you some kind of real practical tips on how to do that. So let me just take you through a few steps first and we'll get through it. So I'm going to try and talk about anxiety and then some of the themes that have been coming up recently which may be causing anxiety if we have the time at the very end first of all let's just try this for the first thing if we're going to, everyone hear me at the back okay yeah i'm going to shout any loud i will do can everyone just for a moment just notice their breathing okay don't change anything about your breathing just notice it whatever it is if it's fast rapid or slow i mean for a moment in this room to notice your breathing, where, it's, where you feel it. You can go slow, you can go fast, it's fine. Whatever it may be, just bring to your attention, just hone your attention onto that breathing. Okay? Not asking you to change anything, do anything different. Just breathing in. And as you notice the breathing, just notice when you're breathing in, how your lungs fill up, and when that gets to the end point of breathing in, and you naturally relax and let it all out. Okay. Just notice that happening naturally. Don't change anything. Keep the same pace as you would. That's what you find. Just flow with the breathing. And settle your thoughts on the breathing. Settle your thoughts on how your body is moving and changing as you breathe. Okay, just hold that for a moment. That breathing pace you can feel is quite natural, quite normal. Okay. Has anyone done any meditation in their lives before? Put your hands up. Well, actually, you've all just done it. All of you have just done a very small introduction of what meditation is about. And I brought that to you this morning just to show you and experience what it is. 
Um, meditation can often be misled as being some sort of quiet space, environment, perfect silence, no noise, and in a, some sort of Zen state. Yes, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. We can create moments of meditation, of mindfulness in these environments, like we've just done now. Now, why is that kind of important? For where you guys are right now, achieving a calm state is going to be super useful. Why is it super useful? Because the more we can relax our minds and stop the thoughts going through a million miles an hour, the concerns, the studies that we mentioned at the beginning, we are able to reduce that down. We're able to then allow ourselves to relax and then come up with solutions, study better, and feel happy about what we're doing. Again, in a very short kind of space of time, that's what I'm trying to share with you. What you experienced at the beginning was simply meditation in its absolute basic form. All it is, is bringing your attention to your breathing. And after a while, then you expand that for other things, your environment, to what things you can see and you hear. But the starting point is just that. Did everyone kind of enjoy that experience? Put hands up if you enjoyed that experience of just breathing for a moment, taking time. Great, thank you. I appreciate that. I also am aware that for the not everyone's going to walk away thinking this is a great idea. I love meditation. Thank you, Ben. That's brilliant. I get that. But for the few people who do connect with the idea of mindfulness, the idea of meditation, dive takes some time out just to be quiet. Even for those 30 seconds or so, you're going to begin to see a trajectory change in how you achieve your potential. A bold statement. But the point is, if you are able to actually relax your mind, connect with yourself and what you want to achieve and when you're going to achieve it, you're more likely to do it. And this is not just for right now, this is something that's gonna happen for the rest of your life. Because by the way, anxiety happens when you're 46, as much as it happens when you're 16, okay? It's the same thing, but how we deal with it makes the difference. So I really ask you to try and bring some of that technique into your life as much as possible. Now, it won't work the day before the exam, or half an hour before the exam, it's not going to work. I'm not going to ask you to sit down and breathe. You're just not going to do it. Now, why aren't you going to do it? Because you're completely stressed out or worrying about exam. Is that true? Yes or no? Hands up. That's true for you. That's true for me as well. There's no way, when I was approaching my GCSEs, which I did very badly at, by the way, was I going to be able to relax? So the, how do we then bring that all together in some sort of answer for you? Mindfulness, meditation, breathing exercises of this simple nature, and they're so small, won't make any difference in the day before or half an hour before the exam. But if we are able to practice on a regular basis, every day in some form, these few seconds, up to a minute, and then increasing it from there, you will have the skills in place to then deal with it when the anxiety kicks in. It's kind of like the fire service, right? It's always there. You can see them, but they're not always being used, but they're always present. And the same with meditation, breathing. Bring yourself into a relaxed state. It's something that's always going to be there if you practice it enough, until you point you need it. And when you need it, you'll have the resources available. Does that kind of make sense? Yes or no? Hands up if it makes sense to you. Good. The point is, is that it's something we have to practice on a regular basis to get the full benefits. It won't be like a pill. You can't pop it. It's not a headache. It won't go away. You need to practice on a regular basis. Now, meditation works simply because we are telling ourselves to relax and calm down. We are looking to just find a place where we can notice and turn down the volume on all the noise in our head, the, the conversations, the, the questions and the doubts and the fears that we often have. 
meditation is looking just to reduce the noise, the volume down on that. Okay. Leading into kind of anxiety for a second, what we're doing is, we are meditating when we're anxious, if you weren't aware. We're, we are meditating when we're stressed out, we're meditating when we're an anxious, because we're meditating, but we're meditating on dumb stuff. Stuff that doesn't help you. Things you can't control. So in one way you are actually meditating already. The reason that we get into anxiety is we are overthinking one particular situation over and over again and recycling that thought to the point it becomes even more powerful, more upsetting and more worrying. Does anyone agree with that statement? Have their hands if they agree with that statement? Yeah, when I do that. The point is, it's one, the meditation can bring your awareness of that thought and slow it down and allow you actually to deal with it. But more importantly, as we're able to notice that we get into anxious state, we can then start putting in something in place. Okay. Now that's all well and good, as I say, on a kind of a, this is your task for the rest of your life, try some sort of mindfulness. Okay. But when, what can I give you that's going to be really valuable to you so that in that morning, that five minutes before the exam, and you're, and you're at that point of meltdown thinking, I don't want to do this, which I was at, by the way, when I was your age, what can I give you? And the best thing I can give you is this technique. Now, it's one my daughter reminded me of two days ago. You know, she's 10. Okay, and she watched Jurassic Park 3 like, two days ago. And it was a scene just at the beginning. And that, it was, it's fine. The whole film's normally fine for her age group. She's absolutely okay with it. No problem. But she caught a real uh, a kind of, what was a, a small scene where a bit of blood shot across the windscreen of a car. And she freaked out. I was completely amazed. It's like something never happened before. She never had a problem with it at all. And she began crying. I was like, oh, my God. I said, I just took away from the situation. And this is what I said to her. And I'll explain to you. And you can use as well. I took her out of the room, put her onto the sofa, and sat her down. And I said, take the image. Hold on to the image. And she said, I don't want to. That's fine. I said, hold it for as long as you can. Now, I'd like you to just put a different color over the image. And I said, how does that help? She said, yes, that's helping. I said, well, put more color on there, more of the same color, make it richer and deeper. And she said, that's helping. I said, good, now begin to make that picture smaller. And, she said, and I said, how's that working for you now? She said, dad, I now know why you work with kids. <laughs> so I'm going to explain what I gave her and what you're going to take away from this. And I cannot impress upon you enough in the small amount of time how game-changing this technique will be. Basically because it's going to show you that everything you put inside your head means something. It goes somewhere. It's not arbitrary. It will mean something to you in some form. And that's why I do what I do. My office space, where I work, is in the brain, is in the mind, because that's where things are happening for you. They're not happening externally. You think they may be in terms of your interaction with your environment, but what happens inside your mind means everything. So in pregnancy, you feel the things you feel because of the meaning you're giving something. So, take the example of an English exam. The meaning you're giving in the English exam is informing your reason for feeling a particular way about it. It means that you need to get that exam um, passed at a certain level so you can do certain things, which means certain things for you and for maybe your family and for your friends. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, put your hands on the earth. It does make sense. Good, because that's going to be such an important part of any part of growth you're going to have is recognizing that what you put in your head 
it determines how you feel about it and the meaning you give it. So, all your stress, all your anxiety is linked to the meaning you're giving these exams. Okay, that's it. What they mean for you, they'll mean for you, that means that I can move forward in studies, that means I can get a job I'm after, that means I can go to university, whatever it means, this is why we're putting the pressure on it. Now, it may not just mean education, it may also mean family issues, family pressures to achieve certain things, and that may be all part of it, but it's all part of the meaning. So, bring this back down to a technique you can actually use to reduce that. Um, <clears throat> I'll assume that we all have something on our minds that's worrying us right now, regardless of you're you know, a teacher here or a student here or myself. We all have something in our minds that's probably causing us some sort of degree of anxiety or worry. If it's not, then, then fantastic, wonderful, I'm really happy for you. But the case is I think we'll have something that we have to be worrying about. So I'm going to walk through that exa the example I did with my daughter. And I'll just appreciate it by saying, I'm going to keep my language very broad. I'll give you some general instructions, but it's going to be down to you to then fill the answers. Okay. This is individual. There is no set standard how it's going to work. It's going to be how you're going to process it yourself. You're going to come up with certain things. It's all unique to you. It won't be the same as the next person. It's going to be just generated from what works for you. So, step one is to take the image that's upsetting you. Take the thought or the feeling you have that's in front of you, that you have in your mind. Be the exam, maybe a conversation you've got to have later. Maybe it's got to do with a lesson that's coming up. Whatever it may be that's causing you the most amount of anxiety, just hold it for as long as you can. Now, I'm going to do a, kind of a hands up and a yes there so I can get a gauge on how well this is working. Because usually it's just one to one, but doing a whole audience is another matter. So, you've got your image in front of you. And now, at this point, I'd like you to rate it, again, in your heads only, you don't have to tell, shout out loud, from one to ten, how strong that feeling is. One being, it doesn't affect me at all, to ten being, this is really panicking me, like a real panic. So from one to ten, you want to rate this inside your head of this current situation you've got in your mind, which is upsetting you, causing you stress, anxiety, okay? Does everyone got something in their heads, but the hands up, they have do, or have. That's great. Thank you. So with that in mind, I'd like you now to try two things. First thing is, um, let's put a colour in front of it. So you've got your image, it's at the number, you can see it. Now, put a colour, like a filter, you're going to Instagram this up, put a filter in front of it, and put a filter in front of it, and then just see, from that alone, if the intensity of the feeling changes at all, if it goes up or goes down or stays the same. If you, now, the colour will be whatever colour you feel it can be. It, it, there is, that's what I'm saying. It's not my colour. Whatever colour it could be for you. Um, I've had people say they put red inside of something, which I would have thought, oh, it's a bit kind of angry. But it's not for them. It calms them down. So whatever colour or filter you can think of, which changes it. And just see. Now, if you feel that the uh, image and the feeling stay exactly the same, then make the colour stronger. Okay, so the filter's working even higher. You're putting up to 100, it's working even stronger. It's less of the image coming through. Just take that for a second. Has everyone, um, have a word so get it done correctly. Does everyone notice a change in how they feel about that uh, anxiety? Put their hands where they feel a change. Okay, great. If you're not feeling a change, that, that's fine. That's why I'm going to try the next thing. So the first principle is change the color of something, any color. 
and if it feels that it's changed and made it less of a sensation, less strong for you, intensify the colour. So, if it's blue, make it a really strong blue. Make it really, really kind of to the point it's kind of nearly blanking out the actual image. Just take it to the next stage. The second part of all this, and I'm going to wrap it up, is then to then change the shape of it. See it as a tip, give it a shape. Whatever shape it comes to your mind, it could be a ball, it could be a square, whatever object it can be. Once it's the object you've got, then make that object smaller. Okay, so you've got your image, you've given it a color, it's giving you some sort of change in how you feel about it. Now change it to an object of your choice, and then finally bring it down and making it smaller and smaller and smaller. To the point it gets to it into your hand, if not smaller than that. Okay. With that instruction, have people notice their anxiety dropping down further, getting lower and lower and lower? Put your hands up if you could to give us a reading. Oh, lovely. That's great. So, all you need to do is then tweak this, okay? You take this home with you and you tweak it and you improve it so that you are going to change the colours and change the shape and make it smaller. Just as to give an example, there is no right or wrong. I've had a uh, chap I worked with and he made the image red, like I said, and then made it massive. Where the larger he made it, actually that helped him reduce it. So whatever way it goes, if you find you're making it small and it makes no effect whatsoever, change it to go larger and just play from there. Okay. So this will be something you can use in those moments straight away when it's really anxious. And I'll just finally wrap up by saying, I mentioned about stress and anxiety about linked, linked to exams. I'm also going to say one thing that I've just noticed too much of too many times in too many schools about conversations we need to have. A lot of stress and a lot of anxiety recently has come about the exams, but it's also about having conversations with our families or people who are putting pressure on us to achieve certain grades. If we're unhappy about what's happening in our lives, you have a voice to share in a respectful way. If you have a path that you're being asked to follow down by a family member or by parents which isn't feeling right for you, Now's the time to have conversations to say, hands up, I'm not too sure I'm happy about this. I'd like to review what I'm doing. I deal with people who are in their 50s, three decades, four decades older than you, who are still struggling to have conversations with family members about why they're saying they should have permission to go and live their life they want to. It's true and it's happening now. So I'm saying right now, at this age you're at, if there's something you need to share in a respectful way with your parents about your future, how you see it going, because you're not feeling this is the right way for you, now is the time to act and have that conversation. So in that brief time, thank you very much for that. No, thank you. I hope it's a benefit. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Now please share it, pass it on, and let me know your thoughts.